Good morning. He is risen. Indeed. Hallelujah. Grace and peace to you in the name of our risen and victorious Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. Sermon text is from John chapter 20, specifically verse 21, where Jesus says this, As the Father has sent me, so am I sending you. I heard about this teenager, and he had just gotten his driver's license. And he asked his dad if he could borrow the car. Sound familiar? (laughs) The father said, son, I'll make a deal with you. If you bring your grades up, if you read your Bible every day, and if you get a haircut, I'll let you borrow the car. A month later, the son came back and asked about the car. The dad said, son, you've brought up your grades. You've been reading your Bible every day, but you still haven't gotten your haircut. The son said, but dad, I've been thinking about it. Moses had long hair. Samson had long hair. Even Jesus had long hair. And the dad said, yes, son. And they walked everywhere they went. (laughs) (laughs) Whether we walk, run, or drive, or fly, or take a train, wherever we go, and however we go, We're to take the message of the risen Christ to other people. That's what we're called to do. Our orders are clear from our spiritual commander-in-chief, Jesus Christ. Again, he says, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Last Sunday, I talked about the Greek word ecclesia, which is the New Testament word for church. And ecclesia means the sent ones. The sent ones. Not the stay here and go home ones, but the sent ones. And it's based on the Great Commission from Matthew 28. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. And all nations in the Greek means all peoples. All peoples, regardless of age, background, ethnicity. I like this. You know, you've heard this before. The first two letters of the word gospel spell what? Go. Go. In the Greek, it says this about the the Great Commission. If you look at it in the Greek in Matthew 28, it translates as this Going, therefore, going, therefore, to make disciples of all nations. What that is is an ongoing, active imperative, meaning it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. 
The work goes on until Christ comes back again. We don't rest from taking that message of the gospel to the world. I want to ask you some questions this morning. Uh, Are we members of the church of Christ or are we missionaries of the church of Christ? We're both. We're both. We're members of the body of the church. Jesus is the head of the church, right? He is. But we are also missionaries. Even though we normally think of missionaries as people who go overseas, uh, and of course that is part of it, but we are the sent ones, right? And if you're a sent one, and that's all of us through baptism, we've been called by God, that means we're all missionaries. We're all missionaries for Jesus. Whether we're here in Nashville or whether we're on vacation or whether we're out shopping, you can view yourself as God's special missionary to whoever whoever you come in contact with. So you're a member of the body of Christ, but you're also a missionary. Now, when we talk about members of the body of Christ... That doesn't mean that we're like club members. Now, what's a club member mentality? A club member mentality thinks like this. And and you know what? This isn't meant to be judgmental because we've all had the club member mentality at one time or the other. I even have with some things. All of us have, okay? But we need to think about this. A club member mentality is, that music better not offend me. It better not rub me the wrong way. Better not be too loud. Better not be too soft. It better be just perfect for me. And those Lenten dinners, oh man, it better be my favorite on the menu every night. By the way, our Lenten dinners were fantastic. (laughs) They were really good. What else is the club member mentality? Oh, nobody better tell me what to do. Oh, the sermon, it better be done in 20 minutes. (laughs) But you don't believe that. I I know that. Truth be told, sometimes I I want my sermons to be shorter because I start to get hungry, especially at the second service, right? Well, the club member mentality is similar to the cruise ship mentality. How many of you have been on a cruise? Aren't they great? Now, now, I haven't been on one. I'm thinking for my, my wife and, and my 20th anniversary, maybe we'll go on a cruise. And a cruise is all about who? You. The whole idea of a cruise is it caters to all of your needs. But a church is not a, a cruise member mentality. That it's to cater to all of our needs. Instead, the church is to think like what? Like a group of missionaries. How do we reach our community for Jesus Christ? And so a missionary mindset, being the sent ones, is this. How can we serve? And not 
be served. You know, I, I look at our, our facilities here at Our Savior. I think of our church. I think of our academy. God's really blessed us, hasn't he? Hasn't he blessed us abundantly here? And with wonderful people, I just love you already. You have been so nice and sweet and kind. People ask me, what do you think of our Savior? I'm like, I just love it. I love it. God is so good. I see a bunch of missionaries out here. You're already doing a lot of this stuff. Praise be to God. And a missionary mindset thinks of things like this. Hey, who can I invite to our academy to check out our school? You know, that's just not the teacher's job, the principal. It's all of us to to talk about our school. It's a great school. I think of our our wonderful kitchen out there. Isn't that a fantastic kitchen? Have you ever seen a kitchen that looks that good? Praise be to God. How can we use that blessing of the kitchen to serve and to reach out to our community? See, that is a, a missionary mindset. That's the sent one's mindset. All right, another question. Is the church an institution or an outpost? You know what the answer is? It's both. It's both. The church is a divine institution. Who came up with the idea of church? Jesus. That means it's a great thing. Don't you love your friends and your family here at this church? Isn't it a blessing? I've heard many of you already talk about that, how your friends here, the people you know, the people that you go to Bible class with, the people that you socialize with, it means the world to you. And God came up with that idea of fellowship. Fellowship that also equates to being the sent ones. To not just keep it within our groups, the message of joy and the message of Christ, but to take it to other people. In Mark 16, or actually Matthew 16, I want to quote these words here from Jesus. Matthew 16, Jesus says, And upon this rock I will build my church. Of course, that rock is, is Christ himself, faith in Christ. And Jesus goes on to say, and the powers of hell will not conquer it. That's powerful, isn't it? The church has been given the keys to the kingdom. Any of you have problems uh, holding on to your keys or losing your keys? You know, I do. Sometimes I look for my keys twice a day. I've always been like that. Ever since I was 16 years old, I cannot keep up with my keys. So here's the deal. Never give me a key to hold on to. And uh, Israel's, you've already given me a key. I haven't lost it yet. But uh, if you don't have a key, you can't get in, right? You can't get in. If you don't have a key to your car, you can't start it. And without the church having the keys of the kingdom, which Christ has bestowed on the church, people cannot enter salvation. And so the church is paramount. And the church is made up of of people, you and me. 
And the church is something so powerful that when people come here, they are touched with Jesus himself. With the word of God that's proclaimed. With the sacraments. With pronouncement of forgiveness. Your sins are forgiven. Isn't that a great thing to hear every Sunday? Straight from God's word. You are forgiven. There are so many people out in our world today that need to hear those words. Because they carry tremendous guilt with them. And they wonder if anyone could ever love them or forgive them. Or if they could have a new start, a new chance. Have you ever felt like that? Maybe you feel like that today. Jesus says, you are forgiven. We want to take that message as the sent ones into our world. The church now is not an institution in that we only survive to keep the doors open. (laughs) Or we only have church to meet the bottom line. My main goal as your pastor is not so much what I'm going to do for you every day. It's what we are going to do together as the sent ones to reach people in our community for Christ. And when we do that, the paradox is that we are blessed within these walls. That we grow in the faith. That we feel loved. That we have a sense of joy. That's the paradox of being the sent ones. I see a bunch of sent people in here that are already taking the message of Jesus to others. That's a great thing to do together. As the sent ones, here's how we think now. We think more of other people's needs instead of our own. We think of what can reach other people where they are in their faith instead of what maybe makes us happy. Now, where do we get a mindset like that? Jesus himself said that he came to serve and not be served. You know, there's so many books written about leadership, being a good leader and all of that. And I would say this, you know, those books are great, but Jesus has already given us the formula for leadership. It's in his word. A leader is one who serves. A leader is one who reaches out to other people. That's a leader. Jesus was a leader, wasn't he? And it led him to the cross for our salvation, for our forgiveness. And like he promised, being the leader that he was, he promised on the third day that he would rise to life. And he did. And he did it for you and for me and for the people we don't even know yet outside these walls. You know, I think of 
our church and our academy. We're a team. We're a team. We're not gathered around one human leader, you know. You're not all gathered around me. We're a team. And that's how Jesus did it. Jesus built a team around him. His disciples. His followers. And that team became the first century church. The ecclesia. The sent ones. Everyone in this group of sent ones has a role to play. Do you know that you have a spiritual gift? If if you're a Christian, you have at least one spiritual gift. You may have a myriad of gifts. There are certain things that I am just not good at. But there are certain things that I feel God has blessed me in. What has God blessed you with? Is it time? Is it money? Is it knowledge? Is it wisdom? Is it leadership? Is it teaching? Whatever it is, when we as a team use our individual gifts, that's a powerful thing. And when we use our individual gifts, it starts a ripple effect that turns into a gigantic wave into our community. How many of you have been to a wave pool? Ever been to a wave pool? You know, when I was a kid, and I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. Don't hold that against me. (laughs) There was this huge wave pool in Decatur, Alabama. I don't know if it's still there. But we used to go there at least once every summer... And I always knew a a huge wave was about to begin because the huge wave always started with one little ripple. And you could see it. It would just in the back, it would like that. And everybody would say, oh, it's about to happen. It's going to be something great. And that's what I think about this church and our academy. The ripples are happening. They're happening. And praise be to God, yeah, there have been waves. But they're going to be bigger waves. Because through God's grace and his power, we as the sent ones are going to reach more people. There's going to be a day that at an early service, this place is going to be packed, praise be to God. Do you believe that? I believe it. It's our job. It's our job. It's not just mine. It's not just the elders. It's all of us together. And that's God's plan. It's his way. Jesus has been sent into your life. The cross shows it. The empty tomb proves it. And now our response is to live the sent life. That's our response. We want to take the hope that we have and share it with the world. You know what hope means in the Bible? It doesn't mean, oh, I wish upon a lucky star, uh, you know, maybe this will happen. Hope means confidence. Our confidence, our hope, is in Jesus Christ. 
And there are so many people looking for hope in their lives today. And it can only be found in him. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. That's the message we share. Amen. Amen.